You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from tripadvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? Well, you're going to learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections and meet the woman of your dreams. Here's your host, me, Trip. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. And on today's episode, we're going into the new format here where I have multiple segments where we can talk about different things related to attraction and to dating and to relationships and helping you overall become the attractive guy to be able to attract the girl. So today's kind of theme or episode, we, we will be focusing one part on the idea of first impressions. But just so you know, there's other things I'll be talking about on this episode beyond first impressions. So I just want to give you kind of like a wide variety of good information. You know, I, I feel like these podcasts have been very helpful for you guys. You know, at this point, I have almost 200 of them. And I like to kind of mix it up and keep it more fun. So I'll be going over through some of these segments. But let's start with the first one. And the first one we'll be talking about is a study done in 1971 that talks about first impressions. So a study conducted by Morabian in 1971 found that body language and tone are responsible for the majority of a first impression. Body language accounted for 55% of the overall first impression, and tone of voice accounted for 38% of the first impression, and words only accounted for 7% of the first impression, which is interesting here on the How to Talk to Girls podcast, just so you know that it's not always about what you say. It's not always about the words that come out of your mouth. When it comes to meeting people, meeting girls for the first time, it is about the way you say things and the way that you hold your body. In an earlier study, Morabian and Ferris in 1967 had found that tone carried more meaning than the words in isolation, which makes sense. You can say different things in many different ways, right? There's many different ways that you can say something and it doesn't always have to have the same exact meaning, even though they're the same words. Right? Think about sarcasm in a sense. Right? Sarcasm, what is that? Well, sarcasm is a tone. That's what sarcasm is, right? You can say uh, to someone like, wow, you have a lot of shirts. Or you can say, wow, you have a lot of shirts. Right? You see how the tone was different there? In the latter example, that was a sarcastic tone, and it meant something completely different. Right, The first one was more like, wow, you have a lot of shirts. That was something that was like more exciting, more, oh, I'm interested, or I'm, I'm surprised, versus, wow, you have a lot of shirts. right? And of course, you might say that second example in a situation where someone doesn't have a lot of shirts. Again, I'm just giving kind of an example here, not saying that you're going to say that to someone, but I think you get the hint here. From this study, it really shows that body language and tone are so important. And so I want to give you a few tips on body language and on tone to help you out when you're first interacting with a woman or if you're interacting with her on the you know, second, third, fourth date or even someone that you might be meeting for the first time that could be a friend or networking. It doesn't matter. First impressions are important when meeting anybody for the first time. So here's a couple of body language tips to help you out here. So in terms of body language, some of the best body language that you can have to give a really good first impression is body language that is more open. Open body language. That means that you're 
you know, hands aren't uh, holding each other, your arms aren't crossed, your legs aren't stuck together, right? You have more open body language, meaning your hands are to your sides, your legs are maybe a little bit more spread apart. Um, you're not fidgeting, you're not touching yourself, you're not playing with your thumbs or your fingers or your opposite hand isn't playing with the other hand or your your pockets uh, or your hands aren't shoved in your pockets, right? These are some more examples of closed body language. Now, why do you want to have more open body language? Well, open body language is more of a signal that you're communicating to someone that you're more relaxed because when someone isn't relaxed, when they're tense, when they're tight, when they're nervous, when they're anxious, even maybe depressed, their body is going to be more closed off, more tight and less loose. Think about it when you're lying in a pool, right? When you're lying in a pool, you're lying on a raft. How's your body language? It's usually completely spread out. Your your arms are, are to your side and your legs are spread apart and, and each you know extremity is dipping in the water. That's relaxed body language you know, versus someone who might be very cold, right? The opposite, someone who's very cold is going to have very tight body language. So if you can picture those two types, you can see a big difference there. So I want you to have the, you know, hanging out in the relaxing sun in the pool type of body language that will sub-communicate to someone that you are more relaxed, less nervous, i.e. more confident. And that's what you want, right? You want to appear more confident because women are attracted to these sub-communications. They're attracted to your personality and the way you hold yourself, the way you carry yourself more than anything else, right? More than your actual physical looks or the money in your bank account, something that I preach all the time, right? I talk about this a lot in my program called Hooked, where we go really deep into the first impression. And by the way, if you don't have that program, you can check that out right now at getherhook.com. It's my full program that teaches you everything from A to Z in terms of meeting and attracting women, all my different techniques, and everything that you can learn, whether or not you've ever talked to a girl in your entire life. So learn more about that at getherhook.com. But for now, if you can understand how this first impression works with just your body language and the tone, you'll be off to a really good start. Now, the tone is something different, right? The tone is the way that you speak to someone, the way that I'm speaking to you right now. Maybe you've heard the uh, idea of monotone, right? Monotone means your tone sounds the exact same, just like this when you're talking to somebody, and that's what it sounds like. This is monotone versus the way I've been talking to you this whole time, where there's different inflections in the things that I'm saying to you, right? Everything that I'm saying to you kind of varies in the tone, and it sounds, well, first of all, a little bit more uh, interesting and a, a lot less scary, to be honest with you, right? If you're kind of sitting there and you're talking like this and you're talking like a robot, it's very hard to connect with someone like that. But also, we are able to interpret a lot from someone's tone. So for example, you know, there's something I've talked about in the past, I also talk about in my Hooked program, is how to communicate with women and people in general. And so if you're communicating and everything at the end of your sentence ends in an upward inflection, again, we're talking about tone here, then it's going to make you sound like you're trying to get something from someone or that you're nervous. So an example of that would be, hey, have you had a drink yet? You see how my tone goes up at the end of it? Hey, have you had a drink yet? 
it sounds a little bit weak. It sounds like you're trying to ask them a question, like you're not sure, like you're unsure. And of course, unsure is a sign of not being confident because confident, really the definition of confidence is being sure. So the way to handle that and have a better tone in your voice is the way I'm speaking to you right now, where instead of an upward inflection, it's a downward inflection, right? You're actually, if you think about a keyboard, we're talking about the actual tone, like the tones of a keyboard, they go up the scale and down the scale. So when you're talking in a sentence, you actually talk and then it goes down, right? It goes down. You're not going up, you're going down. And so the way that I'm talking to you right now would be the way that you would want to talk to someone so you sound more confident and appear more sure of yourself. So that's some good information there in terms of the first impression. Like I said, if you want to learn more about have a great on how to have a great first impression with a woman when you first meet her, definitely check out getherhooked.com. Now let's go to a segment I like to call app recommendations. That's right. I'm going to be recommending you an app and no, it's not going to be a dating app, which you might think I would recommend because this is a dating advice podcast. But no, you probably know about all the dating apps. And if you don't, it's easy to find out. No, really in this segment, I'm going to be telling you about an app that is going to be indirectly helping you with your dating life. It's going to be helping you in ways to make you maybe a better person or more attractive or help in all different types of areas. So the app that I want to recommend today, it's something that I've been just diving into that's really cool, is an app called Luminosity. And by the way, I want to let you know I'm not getting paid for this. This is not some sort of advertisement. So, you know, just let you know these are my own personal recommendations and I will let you know if there's ever a sponsor. But right now, there is no sponsor. I'm not getting paid for this. So you can be sure that I'm recommending you an app that I actually like versus something that I'm getting paid for. But then again, in the past, I have recommended apps uh, and other things that I have been paid for, but I've also liked those. Either way, just know this is something that uh, I'm not getting paid for, not sponsored. So check out the app called Luminosity. And what it is, it's a free game app, and it's designed specifically by neuroscientists to help you improve your memory and your thinking skills. And what's cool is it's actually fun because there's all these different games on there that are supposed to help with your brain and the way that you're able to think, right? Your cognitive ability. And why am I recommending this to you as a person who's trying to get better at meeting and, and dating women? Well, the reason is, is because think about what you're doing right now in this very moment. In this very moment right now, what you're doing is you're listening to me. And you are what? Well, you're learning something. That's why you're listening to this episode. You are learning something. So I want to be able to make you the best person you can be, especially in the field of cognitive ability. Because if you know how and can have the ability to learn better, well, that means that you're going to get better faster, especially in the things that you're learning right now about well, dating and attraction. So this is one that I recommend to you so you can up your cognitive ability, be able to think better, to be able to learn better. And of course, this is going to do nothing but help you in all different areas of your life. So go ahead, check that out and see how it does for you. I'm curious to know if it's something that helps you. All right, let's move on. The next segment is random facts. And I love this because I love learning random facts. I think they're interesting. I'm going to be picking out the random facts that I believe you're going to think are interesting. And of course, they are going to help you in the area of dating. So here's the random fact I found here. Men usually know by the third date if they're falling for someone 
while women may not know until the 14th date. So that's interesting. Unfortunately, I don't have a study that is uh, cited here, so I'm not sure exactly how legitimate this fact is, but it is something that I think is still interesting to kind of hear about, right? Men usually know by the third date. So think about that for yourself. Do you know by the third date? I mean, I think I would know by the third or fifth date, uh, but more interesting about women that they may not know until the 14th date. You know, as much as that is a fact that I found off the internet, not sure how, how worthy this information is, I think I have to disagree. I don't know if it takes a woman that long to actually know if she's falling for someone. The 14th date, that is like somewhere along the lines of maybe four to six weeks, depending on how long you spread out the dating. And if you go and meet up with a girl twice a week, that's like, yeah, that's up, that's seven weeks right there. I mean, that's a long time. I think that women know actually a lot sooner. In fact, I think that women know a lot sooner than men. If I really had to say a call, I'd say probably most people, whether you're a man or a woman, probably know closer to the same time. Now, what time is that? I'm not sure, right? I don't know for sure. I think everyone's a little bit different uh, per se, but I don't think just because you're a man or because you're a woman, you're going to know any sooner than anyone else. I mean, I honestly think that people know um, a lot sooner than the 14th. If I really had to say, I'd say people know by the fifth or sixth date what's going on, right? It's very rare that you're going to get past five or six dates with someone. Once you get past that, it's starting to head toward what could be a monogamous relationship, right? I mean, after five and six, that's a long, that's a lot of times to see someone. Five to six dates, that's a lot of hanging out, right? And and that's spread over a long time. So even if that's in one week, seeing someone right, five to six times in one week, that's obviously a lot. Or looking at the other way, five to six times over the course of once per week, that's five to six weeks. That's now a month that you've been hanging out with someone. That's a long time, right? So I think about five to six dates, meetups, hangouts, whatever you want to call it, you probably know whether you're kind of falling for someone, whether you're really interested in someone or you're not. Next segment, I want to take a quote from a book here. Okay, this book is called The Man's Guide to Women, Scientifically Proven Secrets from the Love Lab about what women really want. And here is the quote because I think this is so crucial for you to know and for you to think about when it comes to doing exactly what you're doing right now, which is learning about how women think and about how the different sexes think. I think it's very important for you. So here's the quote. Imagine you are a tourist in a foreign land. Like when visiting any foreign land, you want to be prepared. Read the travel advisories, pack the right equipment, study the language, and learn and learn as much as you can about the culture, the history, and the customs. Total immersion. You also want to learn the laws of the land. You should know what constitutes a crime and what the penalties are. The land of women is no exception. So in a nutshell, what this quote is saying is that you should be learning the ins and outs of what a woman is thinking, what she means, what she feels, what she desires, and what is going on in terms of a woman's brain. What's going on up there, right? What's what's uh, what's a female thinking about? What does she want? And I believe that, you know, you probably know a lot about what you want and you don't know a lot about the male brain because you are a male, but I still don't think you should stop studying that as well. But either way, the point here is that it is important to study this stuff. 
you should be proud of yourself for listening to this podcast and any other podcast you listen to on dating advice or any you know videos you watch. Maybe you watch my YouTube channel or you watch other videos, but just know that it is important and you're doing the right thing, right? They say here the land of women is no exception. It's no exception because you want to learn about this so you can get better. I want you to get better in every single area of your life and that includes dating and attraction. Anything you want to do in life, anything, literally anything in every part of your life can be learned, can be studied, can be analyzed, can be uh, made to improve. It doesn't matter what you're doing. And I really think that's something important for you to know. There's nothing that you can't try to get better at, even if it seems like something that should be innate, right? There's a lot of things that we think should be innate. We think that being able to meet people and, you know, get a girlfriend or socialize should just be innate things. Like we should know those things already. And we only think about that because that's not something we learn about in school, really. We don't learn about those things. And we see people getting together all the time. We see men and women getting together and people are dating and people are getting married and people are having kids and this is happening all over. So we think that, hey, maybe this isn't something we need to learn. So I encourage you to continue your learning, continue to listen to this podcast, other podcasts, whatever you're doing to get the knowledge soaked in your brain. That's it here on the How to Talk to Girls podcast wrapping up. Hope this was an informational episode for you. Hope you learned something. If you can, leave me a review if you liked listening, and I will read your review off here live on the podcast. So just go to iTunes or Stitcher. There's a place there for you to leave a review. Tell me something that you liked about the podcast. Tell me something you didn't like about the podcast, and give me the star rating that you feel is appropriate. So go ahead and do that. I love to read them. It's kind of like your favorite to me. So if you want to pay me back for all the hard work I'm doing here, leave a review. It helps me out a ton. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast.